You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. So it's great to have the opportunity this morning, as Tyler said, nice and warm for us all today, isn't it? So um, opportunity for us to relax because we're in the presence of God today. And what we're supposed to do when we're in the presence of God is to rest. You know, it says, it doesn't it in the Old Testament, it says, be still and know that I am. So this morning, let's just be still and know that he is. God is right here with us right now. We're going to read in a moment Colossians 3, 1 to 4. So that's going to be got ready for us. And that, then we're going to move into the message. Um, few of the places we're going to go to throughout this morning so uh, stay with me it's not all going to be on the screen so we're going to have to flow with that and there is there's a message I've prepared here this morning which I believe is the framework for what I should bring but there's also I think a need for us this morning to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us and for us to have ears to hear what God wants to bring to us today Are you okay with that yes. good that's great that's great We've tentatively called this session perhaps a little bit, um, I don't know, um, ambitiously releasing the supernatural because we want to see the supernatural in our lives and in the lives of the church, don't we? Yeah, Yeah, we do. We really do. We want to see the supernatural move. We want to see the power of God move in our lives and make a difference to who we are and to our community around us, to our world, to where we live and what we do. Is that not right? Yes? Yes? Okay. So, as you perhaps know, if you've read the the Bible at all, if you've read the New Testament, if you've read the book of Acts, you will know that in the book of Acts, the apostles were said to have turned the place upside down. They made a huge impact and a massive difference in the city of Jerusalem, didn't they? They really did. They turned the whole place around. Well, you read that in the book of Acts and think, really, is that just for then, 2,000 years ago? Or is there something like that we could experience here today? And I think the answer is yes, we can. We really can. Can the church actually have, can we as the church, actually have that much influence on society that we turn it upside down? Yes, I believe we can. And, you know, there are pockets of evidence of this all around the world. And, and, you know, not necessarily all of us have had opportunity to experience some of that. But I've been privileged with my work to travel. And as I've traveled, I've been able to set up... um, you know, sometimes you can set up a weekend here or a few days there. And I've been able to, to manage to get myself uh, across to, to Bethel in California two or three times. Um, and what a city, Bethel in Reading in California. Reading has an atmosphere that is completely changed because of what's going on in Bethel and the other churches that are there in that city. A completely changed atmosphere, a supernatural experience when you go there. What do I mean? Well, for instance, what I mean is going out for dinner on the Saturday evening evening, sitting down, having your meal in a Japanese restaurant, no less, um, having the meal, having the receipt, the bill presented to me. And as they presented the bill to me, the waitress also said, and if you don't mind, I also have a word of prophecy for you. I'll just write it on the back of that for you so you can take it away with you. That's the atmosphere that there is in that place where there's an opportunity for them to see the supernatural breaking out in their day to day. Not something that just happens in church, but happens in the Japanese restaurant with the person who's working there, using that opportunity to share the supernatural with me. 
That, I think, is phenomenal. And that, I don't know about you, but that's what I want to see in my life, in my experience. We're looking to see that. Some of you know, uh, I, I run... Uh, I'm part of a, a business uh, um, that we run down in Brighton and uh, it's got international flavour to it, that's besides the point. The key thing is we want to run that business totally with Holy Spirit leading us, guiding us and directing us. We want to see a difference made in our lives because of what God has done, not simply in church, wonderful, want to see it in church, absolutely, want to see it Monday to Saturday as well in every experience in every part of our lives. Would you agree with that? Yeah. yeah and Brighton? Good. Pleased. That's great. Really good. So, we're going to start in a moment by reading Colossians 3, 1 to 4. And the way we're going to do it is we're going to read it and then we're going to pray it. Is that okay? Good. Uh, so, Colossians 3, 1 to 4. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. It's a great few verses. We've looked at them earlier in, in the term. We've been looking at Colossians, and we did look at these verses. But what I'd like us to do is I'd like us just to take a moment and actually pray these verses through for ourselves. Okay, so what we're going to do, if you're with me on this, um, what I'd suggest is we start by just closing our eyes and as we said at the beginning, we're just going to focus on God. Close our eyes and let's just rest in Him. We're in God. He's present with us. Holy Spirit, thank you, you're present with us. More of you. And then if you feel able, just put your hand on your heart. And we're going to say together, and you can say it in your hearts or say it however you'd like, but I'll pray for us. Father, thank you that I have been raised with Christ. I set my heart on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. I set my heart on things above, heavenly places. Now maybe if you will, if you'd place your hand on your head, Father, I set my mind on things above, not on earthly things. I set my mind on things above, not on earthly things. And if you're able, just put your hands out in front of you and say, Father, we receive from you today all that you would want to reveal to us by your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Excellent, great, great. So, we're going to talk about the supernatural. So what is the supernatural? Any thoughts, any ideas? Okay, we're getting not very much feedback here in Burgess Hill, so Brighton, I'm relying on you to give me the feedback there. That's great. Supernatural, we often think, don't we, the, the supernatural, we tend to think of the negative things, I don't know about you. If you think about what's portrayed on TV, it's the negative. If you think about it, it's the, the, goose, the ghosts and the ghouls and the things that go bump in the night. It tends to be thought of as the supernatural, doesn't it? Yeah? yeah? Okay. And uh, that tends to be the case. It tends to be that we think in those terms. We tend to attribute that which is of the spirit realm to the devil and all his works. Why on earth do we do that? Why do we do that? For the supernatural is so much greater and so much more than just simply 
those bits. The Oxford English Dictionary, um, courtesy of uh, the internet, defines supernatural as attributed to some force beyond scientific understanding or the laws of nature. Attributed to some force beyond what we can get our heads around. Attributed to something that's beyond nature, the natural, the normal laws of life. Do you know, the things of God always reflect the natural laws because the natural laws are something that he's created. But there is always that which is above and beyond the natural laws and that is the supernatural. That is the heavenly things. Those are the things that we wanted to focus on today. The heavenly things, the things that are above, the things that are beyond what we know and we understand. I think I left my water down there. Um, we need to acknowledge, thank you Ruth, excellent. We need to acknowledge, don't we, that there is a spirit realm, that there is a realm that is beyond this earthly realm. We need to acknowledge and accept that it's not just what we see with our eyes and hear with our ears and we experience with our normal senses, but there is something more, something beyond, something greater than just ourselves. Yeah? We know, don't we, that God is spirit. And he lives outside of time and space. He has uh, an understanding that we do not necessarily have. He has uh, an experience for us that we don't necessarily see in our day-to-day -day experience of life as we just focus with our normal, natural senses. But we do and we can experience the supernatural in our day-to-day -day lives in many, many different ways. Can you think in, from the Bible what some, of the inter what some of the instances might have been of the supernatural? Any thoughts? Healing, absolutely. Yes, that's great. Healing. Knowing God, touch, us, touch our bodies, make our bodies whole and completely well. And we know, don't we, that in the, 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 um, the death of the Lord Jesus and his resurrection, there is that power for healing of our sins and, uh, to be forgiven, but also of our sicknesses to be completely healed. Amazing. That's the supernatural. That's the supernatural act of God. Changing something in our lives and making us whole. Anything else? Multiplication of resources, absolutely. You know, we don't necessarily think of that. Multiplication of resources would be, be the feeding of the 5,000, the feeding of the 4,000, and all those others. Those times when God just supernaturally took what, he, what there was, what was in people's hands, and made it go around more than, than was necessary. And then there are other times, as you think about in the book of Acts, you can see other instances too. Anything else? Any other supernatural events or occurrences in the Bible? Sorry. Raising of the dead. Raising of the dead. Wow, yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? That's a very good one. Raising of the dead. Lazarus being raised from the dead. Um, Tabitha being raised from the dead in the book of Acts. Do you know that's the sort of thing that happens and that we see going on? Other supernatural things would be things like angels. Do you think angels are pretty supernatural? They're not sort of the thing that we would normally expect to see. And yet we know very well there are angels around us right this moment, right now, in this place. That's phenomenal in and of itself. Miracles of all sorts of different types. What about, what about dreams and visions? Dreams and visions are supernatural instances of God breaking through into our lives. Do you know a third, around about, give or take, a third of the Bible is based on dreams and visions? And yet, how many of us will actually take any awareness of what God might want to speak to us in our dreams at night? That's one way God might simply want to break through in the supernatural in our lives. Have you ever thought of that? Maybe. Salvation is the supernatural gift. It's phenomenal. Do you know, 
Agape itself, the love of God, is supernatural. We cannot do anything. You know, last week we were heard from, from IBTI about the, the love of God and operating in the love of God in our lives and sharing the love together. We can't live in the agape love of God without his Holy Spirit activating in us. That's a supernatural love. This is why it's so difficult to make laws that are based on Christian principles for those that are in the world to meet them because they can't meet them because only Christians can meet the laws that come from Christian principles. We can, there's only us who have the power of the Holy Spirit in us who can live according to the power of the Holy Spirit. We can't force others to do that. But we can change others by releasing the Holy Spirit into their lives and seeing them become more like who they're supposed to be. Anyway, this is all meant to be the introduction. I really should move on, shouldn't I? So, what I, so challenge number one. First challenge from today, if you're not sure about the Bible showing supernatural things, take the book of Acts over the next week Look at each chapter, and I defy you to find one chapter in the book of Acts that does not have a supernatural event or occurrence going on. And if you can, I'm away for two weeks' holiday. In three weeks' time, come back and tell me. Okay? That gives you three weeks to do your homework. Can't be bad. But there is. There's just so many things. I, I, just, I took the first five chapters, and there's so many things. It'll take me half an hour to read them out. It's just amazing what God does through the supernatural in the lives of the Acts of the Apostles. And we can experience it in our lives too. We're no different to them in the sense that God has called us, God has chosen us, God has filled us with his Holy Spirit and given us the abilities that uh, enable us to do all these things. And there are so many things there that are listed. And there are, there, there's the things we've mentioned about. There's the um, raising of the dead. There's the feeding of, of the, the provision of... of um, provision for folks. There's uh, the shaking of the prayer meeting room, prayer meeting on Tuesday. The prayer meeting room was shaken. There was uh, an infilling of the Holy Spirit time and time again. There was the, the, uh, the fact that the apostles operated with great power. There were many miraculous signs and wonders. Peter's shadow, uh, it doesn't say that his shadow healed, but it said they laid the people down so that he could be healed as they walked by. So it implies that his shadow even healed people. Uh, all the people, it says, that were brought to them were healed. There was an escape from prison through angelic intervention. There was dreams where God speaks. There was instructional visions. There was uh, savings through shipwrecks. There, I mean, there are so many supernatural instinct in incidences in the book of Acts. And yet we, I don't know about you, maybe I'll just talk for me, I sometimes think that God only moves in church. But he moves in all of our lives every day, in every situation, in every circumstance. We can see these supernatural things if we are looking for them. And I guess my question today, and this is where I really need to start knuckling down and getting to the message, is what are we looking for? What do we see? What do we see? I don't know about you, what do you see? Do you see those things that are heavenly things? Are you seeing from heavenly realms? Or do you see that which goes on in the day-to-day, -day, in your normal lives only? Do we see with God's eyes or do we see only with our own eyes? So three things I wanted us to consider. And as we do this, I'm looking for potentially three responses as we go through. And then we'll see uh, where we go from there. Um, so three things to, three points to talk about. We see what we look at, we see what we look for, and we see when we look from the right perspective. Okay? So we see what we look at. And the question there, each one of these has got a question associated with it. This one is, do we focus on the supernatural? Do we focus on the supernatural? So, 
my background and training is, is in science and I love the sciences and I, I, I've grown up with that and I, I remember one of the um, wonderful things that I was given as a boy was a microscope. I absolutely loved my microscope. It was, you know, a bit nerdy, I know, but there we are. I loved my microscope. I loved the fact that you could take um, a little bit of onion skin and put it underneath the microscope and you could see the cells. But you can only see those cells if you put it under the microscope and looked at it under the microscope. You couldn't see those cells if you just looked at it as an onion skin. And then later on in life, I was able to, to get hold of a book, which is an amazing book. It's, it's one of these, um, they call it a coffee table book, but it's the sort of thing where actually prop up the coffee table, it's so big. Um, but it's all types of different photographs of things that cannot be seen with the naked eye. They're all there. They're all in existence. They're all in our world or in our universe, and yet we can't see them with a naked eye. We can only see them with a microscope or with a scanning electron microscope or with a telescope or with some other means of using UV light or something else. We cannot see them with the normal eye. Here's the thing. There's a lot of things that are out there in this world that we can't see with a natural eye that really are there. Those supernatural really does exist, but we need to focus on it, just like we need to focus the microscope or the telescope to see the stars in the distance or the bacteria that are under the slide in front of us. Do we focus on the supernatural? Ephesians 1.18 says, May the eyes of your heart be opened. We prayed earlier, didn't we, that our hearts would be opened, would be set on those things above. May today the eyes of our hearts be opened afresh and new again to what God wants to do in the supernatural in our lives. What sort of things might that be? Well, maybe he wants to bring a dream to you this evening. A dream of guidance, a vision, a new understanding of where you should be going, what you should be doing. Maybe he wants to break through this week. And, you know, I, I really feel, and I don't know whether it's here or whether it's in Brighton, but I feel this week there's someone who's going to have a, uh, a demand for, for finance, a demand for money that will come. And it'll be one of those demands that probably comes from the government. And the, so I don't know if it's tax or what it is. But why I'm saying this is because I know the answer is already there. Because the message that, I, or the... The image I received was, was this whole idea of uh, when Jesus and Peter were looking to pay the taxes and Jesus sent Peter to the fish that had the coin in it. God will provide for your need this week and one of you here, either here or in Brighton, will have that happen this week. There will be some demand for cash, demand for money that will probably come through taxes or the government in some way and God's saying he will meet that need this week. We need to open our eyes, the eyes of our heart, to see the supernatural at work. What does that mean? It means we need to focus on it. What do we need to focus on? We need to take our eyes off the things of this world and focus on the things that we know God wants to do. We need to allow ourselves to be aware. It's intentional. You don't, you don't just look down a microscope. You have to take it out and look. You have to do something about it. It's intentional. And it's something that's been happening throughout all of our, you know, if we read the Bible, if we look for Old Testament and New Testament alike, it's all the way through. Right back in the Old Testament, there's a, um, a great account that I, I, I like, and it's a, a chapter that doesn't get mentioned very often, um, or if he does, he gets mentioned in a negative sense, and that's um, Balaam the prophet. Balaam in the book of Numbers. Balaam and the, uh, the donkey is sometimes what's talked about, or Balaam and his angel. And Balaam had some real amazing experiences of the supernatural in his life. The donkey wouldn't go where he wanted him to go while he was riding it. The donkey actually spoke to him, which was pretty supernatural. It's not normal, is it, for donkeys to talk? 
unless they're sort of, you know, in Shrek or something like this. Um, okay, nobody got that reference. <laughs> um, but Barlam's donkey spoke to him. Barlam's donkey actually was more attuned to the supernatural than Barlam was, and Barlam's donkey could see the angel in front of him that was blocking his way. And then Barlam's eyes were opened and he saw the angel. And from that moment on, when he was called to bring curses against Israel, he could only bring blessings over Israel. And, and two or three times it says something along these lines about the utterance of Barlam. The utterance of the man whose eyes are opened. The utterance of him who hears the words of God, who sees the vision of the Almighty, who falls down with eyes wide open. Folks, we need to have our eyes wide open to see the supernatural of God going on in our lives. That's the first point. Second point, we see what we look for. And the question there is, do we expect to see the supernatural? In our day-to-day, -day, do we actually expect to see it? Do we get up in the morning, go through our normal routine, go home at night, turn the television on, watch the programs we normally watch, close everything up, put the washing on, go to bed, get up the next morning and just keep that routine going? Or do we actually expect to see the supernatural breakthrough in our lives? Maybe, maybe not. Do you know, if we don't expect it, we won't be seeing it. It'll be there, but we won't see it if we don't expect it, if we don't look for it, if we don't go after it. So, and not just that, but we can attribute the supernatural to the natural. We can say this is just normal, this is what's going on. So, for instance, this week, uh, two weeks ago, um, I really believe God gave me a word to say that the next two weeks we're going to be particularly busy at work with what we were doing. There are going to be some major challenges. But in that time, I was to rest. Rest in him and trust in him. Be calm, be at peace and know that he had everything taken care of, that he was going to provide for all of our needs. I won't go into all of the detail, but the key thing is, for about a week and a half, we were completely, all of us, everyone in the operation, were completely tied up with one particular project that had to get done. And we went, had to wait for um, uh, regulators to come in and approve us. During all of that time, we weren't focused on doing any other work. We weren't focused on going out there and doing any sales or anything like this, but we need sales coming in all the time, otherwise we can't continue the business. By the end of the day on Wednesday, we had had three new potential projects come to us where people had come to us and said, would you be able to do this for us? Not us going and asking them, not us looking for it, not us going after it. Now we could say, well, that's great, that's based on our relationships that we've got with people we've done good business for before, or we probably more realistically should say, wow, that's amazing, that's God at work in our lives and in our circumstance. If we acknowledge that then, then we will see it again and again and again come through in what we do. And it could be in other areas, but let's just stay there for now. So do we expect to see the supernatural? And here it's uh, the, the reference that I was going to bring was from uh, 2 Kings 6, um, which is Elisha and his servant. And Elisha is, is holed up and his servants hold up in their house and uh, uh, the, the, the armies are against him uh, all around. They can see them all around in the, in the hills and the valleys. And Elisha says to his servant, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. And then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire 
all around Elisha. If we expect to see the supernatural, we will start seeing it more and more in our lives. You know, a very silly illustration, but if we... Uh, if we are out there and, uh, you know, if we, uh, I don't know, get a new car or something like this, we think it's the best thing. We've got this brand new car. We think it's wonderful. And the very next day we'll go out and we'll see six of the same vehicle. And then the day after that we'll see even more. And whatever it is, we'll just keep seeing more of it because all of a sudden we're more aware of it. As we're more aware of the supernatural, the supernatural will become more evident in our lives and we will see more and more of it. Okay. So with those two things in mind, the first one, we see what we look at, and the second one, we see what we look for, what I'd like us to do is to do two things to respond to that. So the first one is I'd like us to take some time to actually talk to God about our understanding of the supernatural. So if you're with me and if you're able to do that, maybe again just shut your eyes. And again, we're just going to do two things to start with. We're going to do a confession and then a declaration. And I really recommend, if you can, if you say this perhaps after me, it's important for us to speak out that which, which we believe. So we're going to start with a confession. Father, this morning I confess... that I have been focused too much on earthly things. That I have not looked to heavenly things. That I have not looked for your supernatural breaking through. Today, Father, I want to change that. Today I make a commitment to look for and to see the supernatural in my life. And Father, I declare that I am open to see heavenly things. That we as church are open to see heavenly things. see you move in power in our lives to see a release of your supernatural this week father we will see you move we will see angels visions dreams come on guys we've got to believe it we will see angels visions dreams we will see the supernatural in our lives we open our eyes and look for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, I'd now like us to take just, uh, I'm going to take a little bit longer today, so I hope you don't mind that. Only a little bit longer, because I'd like us to have a little bit of time now just to share with one another. In this last week or month, has there been, been anything supernatural that you would say has happened in my life? Last week, last month, if, that's, if you can't, last year, ever, in your life, you know, think that through just for a moment. I want you to spend one moment just thinking that. Has there been a supernatural experience or event that you know of or that you've seen in your life? 
Now you've had a moment to think about it. What I'd like you to do both here and in Brighton is turn to your neighbour and just share that with them. Two minutes, okay? Okay. So let's just come back together and just hopefully you've all had the opportunity to share something that God, you can say, that's a supernatural thing. God has done something. I have seen something happen in my life, either within the last week, last month or ever. But you've seen God do something. We've all seen, seen God do something. And that testimony now releases the spirit of prophecy over your lives and the lives of others to see something similar, to see the same sort of thing. Do you know, as we were worshipping earlier, I got the picture of um, Noah in the, in the flood, in the ark, and as he was releasing the dove. And he released the dove and it went out and it flew back and it came back again. It went out and it flew and it came back again. And then finally he released the dove and it went out and it stayed out. And you know, I got the sense that that was something God wanted to say to us as people, but also as church. So not just us as, as individuals, but as church. And the image is of the Holy Spirit, the dove, the Holy Spirit, that God wants to release to us his Holy Spirit to come upon us as church. And he'll release him to come upon us as church. And he'll release him to come upon us as church. And then there'll come a point when we're needing to, we are needing to release Holy Spirit into the world for him to land in the world to see the difference happen, see the supernatural breakout. So um, we're in church, and when we're in church, it's an opportunity for us to experiment. This is a safe area, it's a safe place, and this is the time where we can experiment. And um, this is the time we can share about what God's doing, we can share about supernatural things we've seen, we can pray into new things and look for new things in our lives, we can encourage one another and build that up. Not just that, but we can start praying to see that God will move in our workplaces, in our homes, in our situations. And there'll be a point at which we then have such an overflow of Holy Spirit that he goes into all the world and starts connecting with those people out there. So what I'd like us to do, and final thing, final point, is that we not only see what we look at, we not only see what we look for, we see what we look at from the right perspective. And I just want us to think about this one moment, and it's the prayer that Jesus gives to the disciples. Jesus said, this is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Perspective is from heaven to earth. We read in Colossians that Christ is seated in heavenly realms. We know that we are included in him. We are seated in heavenly realms. Our perspective is from heaven to earth. His kingdom come, his will be done. So today, the final thing to leave you with is not only what are you looking at, are you looking for the supernatural as well, but are you looking from the right perspective, from heaven to earth? Do we have a view from heaven to earth? Do we understand what heaven's like and the goodness of God and what he wants to release in this world? Do we understand what he wants to release in our lives? And are we releasing it? Are we allowing him to do it? Are we working with him to see his kingdom come and his will done on earth as it is in heaven? So let's just pray together. Father, we want you to move in our midst.
even right now. You know, we've, we've sat and listened to a message and there's been some words preached. But Lord, at the end of the day, unless we can encounter you, unless we know your presence, it's been a pointless exercise. So right now, Spirit of God, fill this place. Holy Spirit, we release you to do all that you would want to do in our lives right now. Come Holy Spirit. We release you to bring dreams and visions this week. Spirit of God, we release you to bring prophetic utterances, prophetic acts this week. Holy Spirit, we look to you to give us fresh insight and new understanding, fresh revelation of who you are. To see you in our daily lives, to see you in our family, to see you in our work, to see you reconciling people, to see you ministering to us. Lord, we release you to do what only you can do in our lives today. Holy Spirit, we release you to bring your gifts into our midst. Gifts of wisdom, of understanding, gifts of insight, gifts of faith and of miracles. We want to see our lives changed. We want to experience it in our day-to-day. And we want to see our church changed. We want to see our community changed. We want to see you breaking through, making a difference in our lives and in the lives of those people that we meet. Spirit of God, fill us to overflowing that we may overflow to those that you've called us to be with. In your name, Jesus, we ask that you will move in power, that you will do these things. We give ourselves to work with you on this Spirit of God. And we look to you to bring us back to this place in the next weeks, the next months, the next year. With testimonies of amazing things that you've done in our lives. With praise to you for what you are doing. And with an excitement to see what you will do next. Father, we thank you that there's breakthrough already. But we're looking to see you do breakthroughs even more in each one of our lives in fresh new ways. And as we move forward in you, that this town will be turned around. The Brighton will be turned around in Jesus' name. We leave it with you because we know you're a good God who's able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. This morning, we may have small insight. This morning, we have small imaginations. We have small dreams. But Lord, you have got great dreams for us. Bigger, greater, more powerful than we can imagine. An abundance of opportunity. And we release that in Jesus' name, believing that you're going to do mighty miracles, new things. We're going to build our faith. You're going to encourage us. You're going to move us forward. We're trusting you, Lord, to do all that you would want to do. And Lord, we do this because we know that you're a good God, a wonderful, loving Father, and someone who cares for us more than we can imagine or think. Father, we leave it in your hands in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church, passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.